0: slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I'm your host, Andy Storch. And I want to start today with a question. Why are we smarter and more capable around some leaders, but not others? That's a question some of you might recognize because it's the question that Liz Weissman began with when she started her research project that led to the book Multiplier's over 10 years ago, and the book is still wildly popular today, resonates with so many people, and I know because I run an experiential learning workshop that is based on that book, have facilitated it for companies uh, all over the USA and beyond, and have seen the light bulbs going off and people really shifting mindsets and talking about how they're going to be acting differently and doing more to multiply their people and avoid diminishing their people. It's interesting that before that, we talked about engagement and productivity. We talk about those things all the time, but what about intelligence? What about getting the best ideas and intelligence out of the people on our teams? And what happens when managers are constantly diminishing their people? Well, I think you know the answer if you're in talent development because you're fighting this battle, this war every day that I'm fighting as well, which is to stop leaders from doing that because when they do, their people get frustrated, they get um, demoralized, and eventually they leave, right? They go somewhere else. It's quantifiable if you're willing to really dig into the data that when they have, when you have a manager that you don't trust, that you you don't like, that you're diminished by, you end up leaving, right? Everybody's heard the old maxim that people join companies and they leave managers and it happens time and time again, whether they don't feel like they're getting the direction or the insight or they just straight up feel like they're being harassed, diminished, um, abused, whatever it is. I have run this workshop many times and uh, I have done an experiment with hundreds of participants that matches the, the um, research that Liz did for her book, Multipliers. And that was to ask people to think back across their careers and think about a diminisher that they worked for. And I want you to think about that now. So if you haven't read the book, you haven't been through this workshop, uh, maybe you haven't done this exercise, or maybe you have and it's been a while, Um, but think back across your career to a person you worked for or with who was a diminisher. That's someone who uh, was not great to work with. They did not get the most intelligence out of you. They got the least amount of intelligence, and they did not get your best ideas. What are some things that that diminisher, that person did? It could have been a manager a VP, it could have been a professor or a coach. What are some things that person did to diminish your intelligence? And the next question I always ask is on a scale of one to 100, how much intelligence did that diminisher get out of you with zero being nothing that didn't get any of my ideas and 100 being they got all my best ideas, all my best most intelligence? Where would you fall on that scale? I'd love for you to think about that. And then the flip side is to think about a multiplier. Think back across your career to a manager, a leader you worked for or with who was a multiplier, someone who really challenged you and supported you and got your best ideas, your, the most intelligence, the most innovation, maybe more engagement and productivity too, but that's not exactly the main thing we're focused on. It's really about your intelligence and your best ideas. What are the things that that multiplier did to get your best ideas? And on a scale of zero through 100, how much intelligence did they get out of you? With zero being nothing, they didn't get any of your great ideas, and 100 being they got absolutely everything I had, all of my best ideas, the most intelligence I could possibly give, what would you give that manager? Now, I mentioned Liz talked about this in her book. I've seen her speak. She actually spoke... Uh, gave a keynote at my conference, the Talent Development Think Tank, which happened back in January of 2020, earlier this year, back when we had conferences. And it was a phenomenal conversation and, and talk, and she talked about this, and I've performed this research with participants all over the place. And I hear a lot of the same things, diminishers tend to be micromanagers, they're tyrants, they didn't celebrate our success. They focused on the negative, never celebrated the positive. They didn't really take time to listen. Um, everything was about them and their ideas. They were um, they, they, they brought people down. They didn't pay attention. They were never present or available. Um, they didn't really push us to achieve anything. Um, I've heard all of that stuff. And then the scores <clears throat> usually end up on average in the room around 45 to 40 to 50 pretty much. And then I asked people about multipliers and what did the multipliers do that they worked for? And I hear things like they challenged us, they listened, they they gave me things that would help me learn and grow, they trusted me, they celebrated our accomplishments, they coached me, they gave me feedback, they helped me with my career, they were interested in my success. Um, I've heard tons of great things like that. And all of it ties, and, and the scores usually end up somewhere in the 90 to range. And all of it ties to uh, Liz's research. It duplicates it. It always, almost always matches it. And in Liz Weissman's research from the book Multipliers, she laid out what are the most common things that diminishers do and what are the things that multipliers do. Diminishers tend to be empire builders. They're tyrants who create stress that stops thinking. They're know-it-alls. They are decision makers, they decide, and then they might create debate, but they've already made the decision. And most of all, diminishers are micromanagers. And the reason they're micromanagers is because they have an underlying mindset that people will not figure things out without them. They have to be involved. And if they're not involved, then things won't get done. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because when they get involved in everything, then they go to bed at night thinking, I was right. I needed to be involved in everything that people did, or it wouldn't be successful. Conversely, multipliers tend to be talent magnets. They attract and optimize talent. They're liberators, creating space for people's best thinking. They are challengers, extending stretch challenges out to people. They're debate makers, which means they create the debate before the decision, and they are investors. They instill ownership and accountability, which drives their mindset, uh, underlying mindset, which is that people are smart and they will figure it out which is also a self-fulfilling prophecy because they'll go to bed at the end of the night after trusting people and think I was right. People are smart and they do figure things out. So when I run this multipliers program, we introduce these multiplier and diminisher tendencies so people know what they are. And I think a lot of people think like, okay, I get that. I want to be more of a multiplier. I think I'm a multiplier because nobody is um, specifically going out to diminish people. And then we go into a simulation that we've created that matches the uh, teachings and lessons and research in the book to really bring the lessons to life and help people go through, um, because I believe people learn way better from experience, from discovery and engagement than they do from just being told. And I love reading books, but I learn way more from experiences. But along the way, we introduce something called the accidental diminisher because let's face it, the vast majority of diminishing being done out there is not being done by people who come to work every day thinking, oh, I can't wait to diminish my people today, right? There aren't very many nefarious managers out there who are eager to diminish their people. It's mostly happening accidentally. And I've interviewed Liz. If you're a fan of Liz Weissman and you haven't listened, um, I had her on this podcast probably more than a year ago. I have to go back and look at the date, but you can search in your podcast player, uh, Liz Weissman and... Andy Storch, and you'll find that interview, and it was really fantastic. We dug into her research and process with the book, and we talked about this topic of accidental diminishers and how it's so common, and that's the biggest problem, and that's why we spent so much time in the program going into the accidental diminisher tendencies and helping people understand what are their accidental diminisher tendencies, how do they accidentally diminish their people. For example, are you an idea guy, someone who comes up with tons of different ideas all the time thinking, my ideas will stimulate ideas in others. Uh, But the real outcome is that others who are, you know, they're kind of overwhelmed with these ideas and they either shut down or they spend time chasing the idea of the month. People get tired of it. I've worked for that manager And he had lots of great ideas, but I got really fatigued because I would run around making reports for him and then he'd move on to the next one. And I got tired of it. And he didn't, he was a nice guy. He didn't mean to diminish me, but he was diminishing because of that. And I would never want to work for that manager again, seriously. And there's a lot of you out there doing those things. I am, I have an accidental diminisher tendency as well. Mine is the optimist. I always believe we can figure anything out, out there. Everything, anything is achievable. You maybe heard of that if you've listened to me for a while, it's, it's a great asset to have in life. But I've gotten uh, feedback from a direct report before who said, Andy, I love your optimistic mindset but I, sometimes I feel like you don't really appreciate the struggle, the hard work that goes into overcoming some of these challenges, and it's true. I needed that feedback for me to be able to improve, and people need to be able to take this assessment and understand what their diminisher, accidental diminisher tendencies are and then introduce it to their team so they can also get the feedback they need to change their behaviors. Now, you can go get the book, Multipliers by Liz Weissman, And you can read this and you can read about the accidental diminisher tendencies and you can um, start to change your own behavior. You can also Google it and go get assessments and stuff on her website, um, find out what the accidental diminishers are and figure out which one is you um, or which one you do the most and then start taking steps to change that. If you want to really change the behaviors of your people, if you want your leaders, your managers to truly become multipliers and get more intelligence out of their people and create more multiplier moments and reduce or eliminate those diminisher moments, those diminisher tendencies and create more multiplier moments and double the intelligence out of their people. That's right, remember I said that diminishers on average in the in the research I do, the scores I see between 45 and 50, multipliers get scores between 95 and 100 and it matches Liz's research, the main takeaway being that multipliers get on average twice as much intelligence out of their people as diminishers do. That's right, twice as much. What would that be worth to you and your organization if your leaders were getting twice as much intelligence out of their people as they are now or as some of the diminishers are? I think it would be worth a lot. I think it would mean more innovation, more ideas, more engagement, more productivity, more happiness less turnover, uh, higher retention, uh, so many things that can come from it. Now, as I mentioned, I run an experiential learning workshop called Multipliers based on the book by Liz Weissman. It's my favorite program to run. It's traditionally been run in person as a full-day workshop, and I do it for many of my clients, and I had more planned before COVID-19 took hit. And everybody was sent home. Uh, But luckily, we have created a virtual version that is really well done. I have facilitated it recently and got some great results, some really great feedback from the participants. And uh, it's done over two three-hour Zoom sessions And yes, three hours on Zoom sounds like a lot, but it goes by fast because we make it really interactive and we send people in and out of breakout rooms, we focus on the activities, we move quickly, we have some great discussion, we give people homework and we make sure that they get it done and that they are changing behaviors. Um, There's other things we can add on to reinforce that. This is something that if you are in talent development in a large company uh, or even a medium, small company, uh, you can reach out to me. We can bring this into your organization and run it for your managers. But I also have a great opportunity for you if you work for a small company or you only have a handful of managers that you want to put through this or you just want to test it out. My partner, Bennett Phillips, and I are offering an open enrollment version of this workshop. That means... Anybody really can sign up. You can send one or two managers instead of 10 uh, or instead of 25, committing to 25 like you would normally have to. And uh, that next uh, workshop virtually is gonna be happening on May 26th and 28th of this year, 2020, uh, from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern. And you can get all the details uh, by going to a website. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. It's uh, apg1.us slash multiply that's apg1.us slash multiply i'm going to put that link in the show notes and you can go there and sign up uh if you want to find out more about multipliers first we have a free learning journey on our sponsor website advantageperformance.com you can go there and go to free resources and find that free learning journey multipliers learning journey i'll put a link to that in the show notes as well but if you are ready to change your behaviors to shift your mindset or have your managers shift their mindset, become a multiplier, avoid those diminisher tendencies, and get more intelligence out of your people, twice as much intelligence out of your people. It's really amazing the difference it can make the organizations that have gone through this, that have really embraced this, um, the difference they're seeing. Um, if you're ready to do that, then go sign up for our open enrollment workshop. Again, um, there are other components to it. It's a full journey, learning journey, but the two digital workshops are May 26th and 28th. Uh, from 12 to 3 Eastern, and you can sign up at apg1.us/multiply. Uh, I'd love to have a couple of you sign up for that. If you have questions about it, you can reach out to me. I'll put my email in the show notes, or you can reach out to me on LinkedIn uh, as usual. And I appreciate you listening. I I think that now more than ever, when we're working remotely, we need more empathy from our managers. We need more communication from our managers. We need better leadership. We need better coaching. Um, we need to shift mindsets. And I really do think that this can help. And so I'd love for you to check it out, um, especially those of you who are already fans of the book Multipliers. Reach out to me if you have questions. Again, to sign up apg1.us slash multiply. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was inspiring for you. And you've enjoyed a lot of the interviews we'd have, we've had recently. And I will talk to you next time.